The Italian government bans museum NFTs. London's high court sets huge precedent, and Seth Green was only one of many in a multi-million dollar scam on this edition of the Non-Fungible News for Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. In an attempt to protect their cultural heritage from fraud, the Italian government has blocked the minting of NFTs by museums. The news comes after the 240,000 euro sale of Michelangelo's Donitondo as an NFT by Florence-based art gallery Ifuzi, who only received 70,000 euros following the sale. The sale was set up by Milan-based tech company Sinello, which has a five-year deal with the Afuzi Gallery to digitize their collection for NFT use, which would see the proceeds of the sale split evenly amongst the partners. A Sinello spokesperson told the art newspaper that the tech company took so much in fees that the museum only got 70,000 euros. The works were produced in editions of nine, with a price between 100,000 and 250,000 euros each. Following the sale, Italian newspaper La Repubblica listed a multiple of concerns over the sale, with the Fuzzy's director, Elke Schmidt, admitting the museum had not done enough due diligence when structuring the deal. It's fundamental to inform yourself not only from a technical point of view, but also from a legal point of view, Schmidt noted. Certain platforms where you register ownership may not give sufficient guarantees and you risk losing everything. He continued, Sinello contends this, though, as the company claims, much like the other museums they are working with throughout Italy, that the Afuzi Gallery owns the rights to the work and that their goal is to not scatter Italian heritage around the world, but to support the museum and generate income to help, quote, protect, conserve and maintain their collections. As covered on the non-fungible news the past several months, in May, we saw the theft of several valuable NFTs belonging to actor and producer Seth Green, one of which, a board ape, was the star of Green's new television project, White Horse Tavern. After a litany of questions regarding NFT ownership, IP laws when it came to NFTs, and Green's ability to gain the NFT back through the courts, the actor purchased the board ape back for $100,000 from a user who purchased Green's stolen NFT unknowingly from a third party. Now an independent researcher who works in the crypto and NFT research space has broken down the movements of the person who stole and then resold Green's NFT. The researcher in question, Zach BXT, wrote in a thread on Twitter that they were able to trace the movements of the scammer as the scammer laundered large amounts of crypto through small transactions through a technique known as peel chain. After that, the scammer in question sent the funds back to their own wallets. This is just one of the steps taken by the scammer, Zach BXT wrote on Twitter. In reality, the scammer has laundered stolen crypto the same way through many different addresses for millions of dollars. In an online chat with Motherboard, Zach BXT said blockchain records show that the scammer sent crypto to a series of new wallets, which were then used to create NFT contracts that contained links into phishing websites, which they sent to their targets, one of which was Seth Green. The scammer was able to steal the NFTs from more victims than just Green thanks to those malicious contracts. The researcher said that he was able to link the wallet used to transfer the stolen Green NFTs to the scammer because it was one of many funded by a single crypto wallet. The scammer sent the stolen crypto to Wasabi, a Bitcoin mixing service that allows users to hide the trail of movements of their cryptocurrency. You can be served, not just in restaurants or dance competitions, but now via NFTs. This week, the Order of the High Court of England and Wales ruled that defendants can be served with service NFTs to alert unidentifiable wallet holders in litigation in which they are accused of operating a fraudulent clone online brokerage, encouraging would-be investors to deposit cryptocurrency into two wallets. 
Per recently released court documents, Fabrizio de Aloya received permission from the High Court Judge William Trower to serve defendants with a summons and complaint in regards to a fraud case filed in June. The case revolves around de Aloya accusing persons unknown in five separate exchanges, Binance, Polyanex, Gate.io, OKX, and BitCub, of duping individuals into investing in cryptocurrency via online brokerage accounts where the funds would then disappear. Mr. Dialoya's attorney stated that on Tuesday, the order paves the way for other victims of crypto asset fraud to pursue persons unknown who have misappropriated their cryptocurrency in situations where they otherwise would not be able to. For instance, where the contract details for fraudulent platforms are no longer active, which is often the case. It also poses the potential for digital service over the blockchain. They note with all the benefits of immutability and verification to become the norm in favor of conventional means of service, such as traditional mail, where parties can blame, lost, delayed, or redirected mail. The ruling follows a June 2nd order from the New York State Supreme Court, which allowed a crypto exchange, LCX AG, the ability to serve John Doe's with court documents, including an order to show cause in a case that came from a hack that cost the firm the equivalent of $8 million USD. One of the judges trying the case stated that LCX AG can serve the defendant with a service token that contained a hyperlink to a website created by the plaintiff's attorneys, Holland and Knight, wherein the plaintiff's attorney shall publish the order to show cause and all papers upon which it is based. Beyond that, the court also stated that the service hyperlink can include a mechanism to track when a person clicks on the link, noting that such service shall constitute good and sufficient service for the purposes of jurisdiction under New York law on the person or persons controlling the wallet's address. Fundamental to the due process of law, notice refers to that requirement that all parties are made aware that a lawsuit could alter their legal rights or duties, Proskauer said in a recent note, further asserting that while most defendants will be served in person by a process server when a defendant is unreachable this way, some creativity may be required, especially when the defendants are only traceable through their actions on the blockchain, an instrument famous in part for its ability to keep users private. The BitMart NFT marketplace has officially launched. We've got verified NFTs from BitMart partners, and we've got auctions, mystery boxes, and zero transaction fees for a limited time. And we don't want you to get FOMO, so be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the non-fungible news on the NFT 101 podcast channel and be sure to rate review and subscribe to the crypto conversations hosted by my friend and yours nathan simone looking to dive deeper into crypto sign up for a bitmart account today and start trading now already on bitmart and want to refer your friends and make commissions off of sales sign up now to the bitmart referral program available in our description are you in the united kingdom or russia we have bitmart communities just for you head over to twitter.com slash bitmart uk or twitter.com slash bitmart underscore Russia to join now and learn how you can become a bit Martian and also get a little bit of that $3,000 welcome bonus offered to select new users. Have some non-fungible news? Let us know on Twitter at BitMart Exchange and be sure to follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates. For all of us here at BitMart, I'm Matt Ryan.